It wasn't like tri-state area commercial for like Levitz or some <laughs> shit.
Welcome, everybody. Hi. Hi, friends. Hey, it's 8 o'clock. It's a Tuesday. It's a pop-off open mic. I'm just going to do it out of nowhere. Next week, I'm so excited. Next week, this space will be inhabited officially by our board operators of tonight, Claudia and the Loaf. Yay! And what are you, what are you bringing us tonight, Loafy? Talk into mic two and tell us, bring up mic two and talk into that and tell us what you're bringing tonight. One, two, one, two. There you go. Yes, yes. We're bringing you a bunch of fun stuff, but um, we're bringing you dirty, disco, funky, porno soundtracks from the 70s. As well, we're matching it up with gospel funk from the same time, and we dare you to tell the difference. Ooh, sounds like a challenge. I'm up for it. I, was, I wasn't going to do Jesus jokes tonight, but now I feel like, no, this is very funny. Jesus jokes. So this is very funny. On my Facebook feed, I get targeted ads. I know we all get targeted ads, and it's so strange. And I always get one for Christian Mingle, which doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think it's because I say fuck Jesus all the time. <laughs> and they're making mistakes with my algorithms. The other ad I get is bullet bourbon delivered to your door for $19.99. <laughs> that's, that's on brand. That's on brand for me, I think, a little bit more. Uh, yeah, we got Claudia and the loaf. They're going to be spinning the ones and twos in between. These four hot comics are going to give you time. I didn't. I did the wrong. I didn't mean to. I'm trying to stop objectifying male comics. But I have to tell you that this is like one of the most beautiful moments of my life. There's four men in this room, all under 30, vastly under 30. Nothing could. I'm a woman of a certain age. They all look different too. This is really nice. We have two bearded, two one sort of a blonde a brunette. We've got different like. We've got a, a Hispanic and a half Filipino. I know your past. We've got a surfer. I think he identifies as dude <laughs> and bro. One pole like object. I know. If I had a nickel, <laughs> I know. I was doing that the other night at uh, yesterday at Grant and Green. That was fun. That was. There's a big, big pole. <laughs> you got to get your arms around it. Uh, I was so. Uh, we, we all know this. I'm going through menopause. I know it's no secret anymore. I've given all the men the memo. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we don't want to hear about it anymore. But I want to get this tattoo. So I haven't had my period in 11 months now. So it's about to stop. I know it's really exciting. And I want to get a tattoo to commemorate my uterus's disuse, like right where it is once it stops. And I want it to be a little skeleton baby. Kitten, skeleton baby kitten, a skeleton, a tiny cat, like a little bone, like a cute little cat with his little face and he's all curled up there on my, because I wouldn't want to birth a baby, I'd want to birth a cat that is much better than a baby. <laughs> no? I think it'd be easier. Cats are amazing. Did you know that cats, they have, they have up to nine uterine horns. They can have nine babies at once, at the same time. And you know what else is amazing about cats? When they're born, they have teeth. And they're mammals. No one sees. They're mammals. So they milk feed their children. And they're born with sharp teeth. What are cat tits made of? Like Kevlar? Can we use that stuff in NASA or something? Can we? It's got to be something in space. Like it's got to be bulletproof or somehow amazing. Cat nipple. No, am I? Do I smoke too much pot? Okay, <laughs> these are just my ideas. Here was my other idea. I can't believe UFC, man. 
So I've, I've had to watch a lot of UFC because I like to hang out with guys and that's like one of the things they do. But I realized they're really misusing an opportunity because in NASCAR, they put logos on all of the cars when they're driving around. Like the product is the commercial. So why aren't they putting tattoos on UFC people? Right? Like Ronda Rousey can get the Amazon Prime smile right above her puss. Like just the little, no, right? Like Hershey's Kisses. Hershey's Kisses? Yeah, right. Thank you. That's a good tag. Hershey's Kisses right up, right up on the, as a tramp stamp on some like hot Brazilian guy. <laughs> I'm just wondering why they haven't done that yet. I mean, a, mili a, a million dollars. What would you put on yourself? Uh, so yeah, tattoos. I'll tell my accidental gang tattoo story later. We'll, we'll get to you guys, we'll get to you guys. First we'll get to some more tunes. You spin in the tunes with Claudia and the Loaf. They've got a pink record back there. Pink vinyl, rad. We'll be right back with some comedy here on Tuesday night at eight o'clock for any reason at all, yay. sounds of something of Claudia and the Loaf. Uh, we're here. We're going to do an open mic. It looks like right now we'll just start with 10. If you hit 10 and you're still on a roll, I mean, I'll give you the minute and I'll just hold my hand up and you can see me. But if you want to keep going, like, we're not, I mean, this is what we're here for. You know, work it out, figure out whatever jokes you want to say and all that stuff. There's so much food. Please eat ribs and pork tacos. <laughs> 
I get too much food stamps, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say. But they, I, don't, I don't eat a lot of food. All right, your first comedian of the night uh, beat me in magic, and then and we both lost. <laughs> oh, put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky. Yay! So I'd like to start off by saying, uh, if I say uh, or um, or like, I don't know, give me a boo, or like a man, or I don't know, do something. Uh, Come on, I, gave, I softballed one in there for you. Uh, yeah, boo, I hate myself. This, by the way, is, it's the Jewish nightmare, really, because it's all this delicious, and more importantly, free food, but it's pork. And that is, it's the, it's the pull of the, I want the free, but the, the uh, life is, life is tough like that. Also, we, we talked about Jesus jokes, so I just want to do my favorite one. Uh, when I was in, uh, when I was in college, I hooked up with this, with this Catholic girl. Yeah! Woo! I hooked up with her, and it was really weird, because she seemed like, way too into it and I found out uh, <laughs> I found out that was just because Catholics are just super into nailing Jews. Who would have thought? Uh, uh, yeah, it's not a uh, that's a uh. <sighs> yeah, my, my girlfriend is an Asian lady. That's right, white guys, I did it! Woo! Asian girlfriend! Yeah! I should figure out what country she's from. I can't just keep calling her my Asian girlfriend. <laughs> I, <sighs> this whole not saying uh things really get into my brain. <laughs> um, anywho, yeah, boo, thank you, I needed that. Got an Asian girlfriend, people, so this girlfriend's Asian, the girlfriend before that was Asian, the girlfriend before that, uh, <laughs> The girlfriend before that was from New York. Both her parents were Asian. So, <laughs> yeah, we hate them because there's so many Jews there. So a lot of my friends who are definitely real and not made up for this bit like to say, Josh, you've got a type. You're into Asian girls, which, I mean, I'll take it, but that's giving me way too much credit. That's kind of like... Me saying like, oh, my type economy, my type of comedy is pay-to-play open mics. It's kind of my only option at this point. It's the only for some reason, they're the only ones who are into me. It's this weird dynamic of the the Asian girl Jewish guy. It's a thing. I don't know. Maybe it's because we both have cool acronyms like the the NJBs and the ABGs. Have you have you guys ever heard those? No, the nice Jewish boys and the Asian baby girls. Those are those are things. I don't like the the Asian baby girl one because I think it focuses too much on like youngness and it's creepy, but it's a thing. Anywho, my friend asked me like, "What is your? Do you have a preference of 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 Asian girl? Like, do you like like Chinese girls or Japanese girls, Indian girls?" And I gotta say, I don't know. I think it's a tie. I, I just I just like to wait for Pam to get the jokes. 
But it's it, it really is giving me too much credit because I I only have this one option. Like it's not like who are these people that are going to bars and they're like, huh, my type is Asian girls, black girls, white girls. Nah, get out of here, all right? I'm I'm specific here. If you're Chinese, get off your knees, all right? If you're from Japan, I'm not your ma- No, it's that's the only option afforded to me. She doesn't like when I do this joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I told her, I told my, I, I tell her most of my jokes. And most of the, t- so I have, the, I have like this one joke where it's like, oh, I have a pimple on my nose. It looks like there's an anti-Semitic sniper out there. And most of the time when I tell her jokes, she kind of zones out and she says something like, uh, oh, that's funny. But for that one, she goes, oh, you don't have that Jewish of a nose. And you can't say that. That's like me saying, you don't have that. Actually, I'm going to stop there. We're too soon for the whole kill Tony thing. I can't rant about my Asian girlfriend for that long before it gets bad. Anywho. So, other ethnicities, am I right? We're going after Um, all right, so here's the thing. I am Jewish. I like I got bullied for being Jewish. I think everyone gets bullied for stuff. But I I understand personally that, you know, like when I get pulled over by a cop, I'm never I hate the cop, I'm not scared for my life. I understand that my I don't have the the point of view that people of color have, and so my opinions aren't there. Now that being said. People of color. Is that the best name that we could come up with? I've, all right, we didn't have much diversity in my high school, all right? We had two people of, sorry, we had one person of color. Technically, we had two who were half, but you, you know, you simplify your fractions. Um, Thank you. Also for the race jokes. But here's the thing. I so most most of the the stuff I know about race comes from movies and I've seen the movies about uh, about segregation and slavery and remembering titans. And I I every single movie has that one scene where some racist white dude comes out and he's like, "Ah, you colored people aren't allowed here." And the music gets super dramatic and like you can tell that's a bad thing to call someone. And then someone decided, oh, the thing that was racist about it was that it didn't have a preposition in the middle. <laughs> That's all it is. I think, personally, that someone just came into work uh, unprepared that day, and they were like, hey, so did you come up with all of the new appropriate terms? And they were like, oh, I thought I was coming up with all the racist slurs that we shouldn't be saying today. Um, no, I got this. I got th- That was an intentional um, by the way, so thank you. Uh, no, I've got this. I've got those intentional. I've got this. M- man of China, per- person of of color, Jew of Jew. Ooh. I'm I'm fired. I'm fired. Okay. No, no. Fuck you. I quit. You you back of what? And I know that that's kind of a racist bit, but I did put a hardworking immigrant man in charge of my fake company. What have you done to solve racism lately, all right? (sighs) 
I don't even know what to talk about anymore. I'm doing some other stuff. I've been trying to to come up. I'm gonna start with some puns. Actually, those are more fun. I know. I know that's that's what I'm good for here. I wanted. <laughs> I want to drink more Irish beer than anyone, cause I want the one true Guinness World Record. <laughs> I hate myself so much, you guys. <laughs> I know, really. We we were listening to the to the the Shakira song like this time for Africa, and I feel like that's Fozzie Bear's favorite song, right? The Waka Waka eh eh. <laughs> Shakira jokes are in right now. I have been trying to solve the big issues in the world lately. Who are we? You know, where do we come from? Why are we here? In the song Low by Flo Ryden T-Pain, is she wearing apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur or baggy sweatpants, Reeboks with the straps? <sighs> we know we're talking about one person because T-Pain clearly says she hit the floor. The whole club was looking at her. If it was multiple people, he would have said they. But I know two things about rappers. They love appropriate grammar and monogamy. The, the memory starts to go there when I couldn't say, um, I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, I have a couple of theories about what happened there. The first one is not as likely because it kind of hinges on T-Pain being Jewish. In Hebrew, the word low means no. So therefore, I believe what T-Pain could be saying, if he does know Hebrew, is that she is wearing apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur, but is she wearing baggy sweatpants? Lo, 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 lo. Option number two, I think is more. <laughs> option number two, I think is more likely. <laughs> How are you doing there, fam? <laughs> option number two, I think is more likely. I think that we're talking about one woman here who changed her outfit in the middle of a song and it would explain why the whole club was looking at her, right? If you saw someone changing in the middle, you're just on the outside. <sighs> we were having a great night. And then this girl, she made the DJ stop for 45 minutes so she could change her outfit to better match the verse. She, 45 minutes. She, she had to put on baggy sweatpants and Velcro shoes. What took her so long? Yeah, right? Also, she gets up there, and she just kind of lies on the floor, and she starts humping the She hit the floor. She kept trying to get lower, 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 lower. out. She was already on the floor. You can't get lower than that. What was she trying to do? <sighs> but T-Pain was there, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Um, and so for your final gift of the night, I'm done. All right. My name is Joshua Kasky. Thanks, everyone. Going for Josh Kotsky, everyone. Yay! He did ten and a half minutes. Stuart and group, you can come in. We've got I've got all this food. I have oh, okay. I have ribs and I have um, pork tacos with um, sour cream and little grilled spices and yummy yum. Thanks for coming back and chilling. Josh just did ten and a half minutes. <laughs> Claudia and the loafer doing awesome running the ones and twos with all the cool music. 
rocking it for us. Mark Neuer's outside. That's good. Um, we have to. I have to look at the list and be be a responsible person. I'm gonna try to make Claudia laugh really quickly. My uh, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> I did it. I survived. I made her laugh. I actually um, they're outside smoking. I don't smoke. I microdose death. It's a new joke I wrote this weekend. Real proud of it. I'm not looking down at any notes. I'm just seeing if I can see this. Oh, I know who your next comedian is. He's my favorite ranter of all rantees. He, um, when he's off the rails, he's on the rails. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac! Yay! She said her clit is so big, she can use a Cheerio as a dick ring. My dick is so small, I can use a Cheerio as a dick ring. Don't applaud for that. There's <laughs> 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 guys. Um, I was gonna say, let's see. Let's I work construction. I fucked that joke up. That's okay. All right. Like I, 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 I hate waking up with morning wood, because I work construction. Ah! You know, the overtime. It's crazy though. What else to say? Um, crazy. I'm, uh, I'm half Filipino, and like I hate it when people don't think I'm Filipino. You know, and I always say this, like, dude, I am half. I'm Filipino. Okay. My uh, mother's maiden name is Basol. My grandfather was survivor of the Bataan Death March, and I always wear flip-flops at home. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Um, look at me. Look at me. I went to a private school that didn't believe in letter grades. I, this went to a private school that didn't believe in letter grades. All right? You want how fucking like, weird it was? In 2002, I was in second grade. We had a 9-11 memorial. Guess how, we, like, guess how they taught us about 9-11? Sock puppets. Fucking sock puppets. That's insane. We had, there was the hot English uh, language arts teacher, you know, and she wore like gr uh, gray knee-high um, stockings, put her legs in the air. Those are twin towers. And we had a kid fly a paper airplane in between her legs, and I didn't know anything about 9-11. All I knew was I wanted to be a Muslim right then. <laughs> you guys just applauded 9-11. Fuck all of you. You just go, yeah. It's <laughs> crazy, though. Um, what else got to say? Uh, first names are weird. They already, like, they take all the power away from somebody when you meet them. Like, every father-in-law is just some dude named Chuck. That's all it is. Like, think about this. All right, Trump. Would America vote for him if we called him by his first name? Donald. Who the fuck's gonna vote for a guy named Donald? That's like so that sounds like somebody who's allergic to gluten and pussy at the same time. What's another one? Uh, Roosevelt. He's on Mount Rushmore. One of the top four Americans of all time. He was president. He preferred to be called Teddy because it sounded more professional than Theodore. He was a member, he was a leader of a military unit in the Spanish-American um, uh, War. So at one point in time, you can call the leader of the free world Colonel Teddy of the Rough Riders. What the fuck? That sounds like somebody who's a power bottom furry on Grinder. <laughs> What's the difference between these two sentences? Santa Claus climbed down my chimney last night and left me presents, or a man named Chris performed a felony of breaking and entering wearing nothing but only a fucking a power, a power a tracksuit that Corella DeVille would wear if she was an extra on the set of Sopranos. 
My parents, knowing full well a year in advance would happen, left them fucking cookies on the nightstand because happy birthday, Jesus. What the fuck? Parents send their kids to a stranger to sit in their lap. They send their kids to a mall Santa. They let their ki- kids sit on a man's lap who's pretending his alter ego is mall Chris. They then take a picture with mall Chris. And while they're taking a picture, mall Chris whispers into their baby daughter and baby boy's ear, have you been naughty or nice this year, child? They then hang it up on the fireplace, which is his preferred point of entry into your home. (laughs) Point is, I think Santa's a a pedophile, people. Don't applaud pedophilia. You already applauded 9-11, Pam. (laughs) Crazy, though, it is. Like, you know that whole song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? You know, his nose was red. Red means no, stop, Santa. Rudolph was saying stop creeping into children's bedroom on fucking Christmas in the middle of the night. So Rudolph is out, it's off limits. But 9-11, okay, okay. <laughs> Parents need to take either, like, there's too many imaginary, you know, fairy tale creatures, like, you know, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, all that stuff. And parents, like, you know, take, give the credit to that. Parents either need to give all the credit for everything bad or good that happens in their children's life, on, blame it on an imaginary character, or take all the credit themselves. There shouldn't be a fucking, you know, 50-50 on this shit. You know what I mean? Like, think about this, okay? For Christmas, okay? You see you're like, you know, a little two-year-old kid squirming. You're like, hey, you listen here, you little shit. Stop fucking acting like a two-year-old. If you don't stop moving around right now, all right? You know that one day of the year where I give you presents that's not your birthday? Yeah, I'm going to give you coal for Christmas. You don't know what coal is? Coal is a rock that may or may not give you cancer. Daddy may or may not give you cancer for Christmas if you stop squirming around this house of God. You guys applaud 9-11. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Are you hungry, sweetheart? Well, guess what? Pull out your fucking tooth, put it under your pillow, and the, uh, the f- uh, tooth fairy will go visit you and talk to his brother, the food fairy, about Daddy may or may not leave you his leftovers for breakfast tomorrow. I think the whispers is really fucking it up. I need to start yelling again. Because it sounds like I'm an actual real parent. And look at me. I definitely am not a parent. I have nothing to blame. Like, I have nothing for the parents, like, taking credit. Because, you know, I I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know anything about parents. I actually do. My, uh, um, I'm a, uh, a little bit about me. I'm a raging alcoholic. My dad's a current meth addict. Mom's a former tweaker, which means my parents have to be proud of me. You know, based off that logic, my uh, kids are going to be uh, stoners. My grandkids, fucking pussies. Raise the guys. Um, what else do I have to say? Uh, I work construction, like I said earlier. Uh, Jesus was a carpenter. I think it's really weird to be a carpenter back in those days because everybody wore robes. You know what I mean? Like, imagine Jesus on the scaffolding, and you look up, and he's like, pass me that bread. I'm like, dude, Christ has not risen. Get the fuck out of here, dude. They say a uh, customer is always right. I think it's horrible advice for tech support. Fuck you guys. It's hilarious. A customer is always right. That's horrible advice for a tech support. A customer comes with questions in there. What are you going to say? You're doing everything fine and you just hang up on the fucker? <laughs> you got it, man. 
You ever been so drunk you sent a dick pic to yourself? <laughs> You've been so drunk you sent a dick pic to yourself. I pointed at a woman, so you guys didn't realize that. <laughs> Raise that, guys. But, um, yeah, I'm half white, half Filipino, which means I'm 100% white at heart and 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. Did they not work? No, look at me. I guess the point is I'm so white I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. I'm so white my favorite rapper was a singer from Lincoln Park. I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from the cameo he had on House. He played a deaf guy. I still haven't listened to his music since then. I'm not even lying. That's not a joke. That's 100% fucking true. I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. I can't. I, I did a little bit of Filipino jokes. Um, But, like, in this racially tense time, uh, I feel left out. And, like, I, I, I want to join a cause. But since you can't. Well, this phrase is like, you can't beat him, join him. And I went, fuck it, I'm making my own uh, hate group, guys. Who here is right-handed? Fuck all of you. I'm going to make my own left-hand supremacy group. It'll be great, dude. There were like 30 of us in Washington, D.C. chanting, doorknob shall not oppress us. You guys aren't laughing at that because you right-tards, all right, don't know what it's like to be left-handed and opening up a door knob. No, it's not that hard, but you know it's a minor inconvenience for me, and I'm white, and I hate it. You guys know uh, four out of the last six U.S. presidents have been left-handed? True fact. The only two that haven't been? George W. Bush, Donald fucking Trump. And what that tells me is that right peop right-handed people do not deserve to be president. I love this. It's great. Like, there's one left-handed person in the back of this room somewhere. They're not identifying him or herself. And that one person is going, that's what I'm fucking talking about right now. Let's go. Down with scissors, motherfucker. I'm at nine. See, as soon as somebody starts, like, getting interested in my cause, they shut me down. The right people. Fucking right-winger. <laughs> Praise the guys. It is. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? <laughs> cool. cool. I, there's no punchline to that. I just fucking love saying that. Crazy, though, guys. Um, there is. Yeah. I've, d I've done bath salts with Hulk, Hulk Hogan. That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> um, the Super Bowl was yesterday for the purposes of this joke, you know? And uh, it's crazy with the Super Bowl. Like, you know, when did we as a country become so pretentious? that we need two national anthems and a fucking poem before the game. There's America the Beautiful, we start spinning on Banger, and then we had a fucking poem, you know? And then half of our nation starts shitting on the athletes because they're taking a knee. They think they're protesting. No, they're fucking tired. They got a game to play, motherfucker. Maybe if the pregame show wasn't 75 fucking minutes, they'd stand. Crazy. It is. What other things do I have to say? Um... Oh, yeah, going back to uh, the private school shit. Um, like, I was a poor kid in private school. You know how weird it is to find out about that? Like, you know, um, well, we had a birthday party for me. Um, and, uh, like, this is a weird. It's like I, we, I got, like, five um, in invitations to give around to my uh, classmates. And I gave around to five people at lunch. And, you know, like, everybody was left out. And they felt really bad. There's no joke there. I'm just telling you guys I'm an asshole, you know. But then uh, we get over there. It's fucking weird. Like, this is how weird all my classmates were. One kid, you know, usually, like, you know, kids be like, Mom, Dad, can I sleep with you? You know, when they're little. This, mo this motherfucker named Brandon, I'm not changing his name. His name was Brandon. I think it was a low. Uh, I don't know, and I'm risking it because he was definitely Chinese. Um, 
But he, he, doesn't, he doesn't, like, walk in and ask, like, Mr. and Mrs. Uniac, can I sleep with you guys? He just, like, walks in and sneaks into their fucking bed. It is weird. <laughs> it is weird. And they wake up, and they give him a kiss on the forehead, and they realize their son became a lot more Asian. And it goes back to the joke about saying how I hate being Filipino. I hate how people don't think I'm Filipino. So, like, that makes you feel really happy. But at one point in time, my parents thought I was 100% Asian. Right, so it's weird, like, I felt poor because, like, you know, um, one b- birthday party, um, uh, my uh, one of my classmates, he he uh, he had a he had an arcade. Uh, what's that fucking word? Did I just fucking briefly forget the word rent? <laughs> when I'm talking about my privilege as a person, you guys are stonewalling me. You're all white. You should be fucking agreeing with this shit. <laughs> all right, guys, I got the wrap it up time because you can't talk about your privilege that long. Uh, that's my time, guys. You've been great. Throwing it back to the Super Bowl. You know, the Super Bowl really upset me this year because I feel like Tom Brady is not being used for his actual gifts. I feel like so many of his gifts are not being appreciated and that he should just be in a room putting jizz in a cup and trying to impregnate as many women as possible with that Tom Brady sperm because there is definitely another astronaut in that nutsack. There is 100% a president in that nutsack, right? Like, he should just be jizzing in cups and just sending it out to people. I would rip out my IUD with my bare, I would, I would like be like, menopause be damned, and I would just squirt <laughs> fucking Tom Brady sperm in myself the whole time. No, nobody else would do that. Do I smoke too much weed? <laughs> uh, I'll do one more joke before I bring up your next comedians, because he said that I'm so white. I'm so white, I can't even make my ass golf clap. Thank you. Okay. I'm so white, I thought Kanye West was an airline. <laughs> okay, your next comedian. Uh, oh, it's Brian. Uh, he's, uh, he's been wearing his hair down. He hasn't been wearing his little man bun like usually. He's just letting the locks flow. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brian John. Yay! Hunter, great set. I, I, I clapped for the, the 9-11 joke. You know, I thought it landed well, <laughs> unlike the planes, you know. And uh, I like the Super Bowl, but my favorite game every year is the Army-Navy college football game. So players on these teams go directly to war after they graduate. But you know what? They're probably pretty well prepared because war is a lot like football, right? Except the U.S. hasn't had home field advantage since 9-11. And boy, did we blow that one. That's not a 9-11 joke, that's a football joke. (laughs) You could still be mad, football causes concussions. I don't do 9-11 jokes because they don't usually land very well. Sometimes they bomb hard enough to melt steel beams. (laughs) Yes, yes, uh, another sad kind of news. The San Francisco Police Department just announced that uh, two unidentified pedestrians were killed by vehicular manslaughter. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about this. It's 2021. Shouldn't we be calling it vehicular human slaughter? Isn't it time for women to finally break through that glass windshield? (laughs) 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 It's time to close that pavement gap, right? 
I'd like to see more femme fatalities. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, do you guys um, do you guys like prop comedy? Uh oh, we'll see. Um, do you, uh, have you ever done virtual reality before? Yeah, so virtual reality is cool. You know, you put on a mask um, and it like magically transports you to a different place where everything's better. Even doing stand-up is better. So, so hold on one second. I'm going to show you how it works. <laughs> so I'm going to put this mask on and it's going to take me in. I'm going to do the virtual comedian app. So bear with me, radio people. Um, Okay, all right, I'm in. All right, let's launch the virtual comedian app. Whoa, well, I'm in a real comedy club now. <laughs> There's so many people. It's like really realistic too, like basically all of the other comics are men. Uh, but that's where people in the audience are blurry. Like what, what's wrong? Um, let's see. Uh, all right, that's better, but that's weird. The women in the audience are asleep. What, what's wrong? Oh, fuck, I have it in Cosby mode. Let me turn that off. Shit. Oh, I definitely don't want to put this in Tony Hinchcliffe mode for those who follow that show. Or, um, Yeah, okay, but all right. I think we're good to go. I can see the audience, so let's do some material. All right. Um, okay, let's see. What material do I have? All right, let's do crowd work. All right, let's see. See you, sir. Uh, you, where are you from? No, no, you're the guy in here. <laughs> you live in a simulation. What? That's weird. All right, this is too fucked up. All right, I'm, I'm, you guys are way better audience. I, I'm, t I'm done talking to these si simulcra. Ah. All right, thanks for bearing with that. So. I recently learned that you're not supposed to say people are homeless. You're supposed to say they're experiencing homelessness. But to me, that doesn't sound quite right. It, you know, it, it sounds like badass, you know, like the Jimi Hendrix experience or like I experienced homelessness on the homeless ride at Universal Studios. Doesn't, doesn't quite sound right to me. Like, like would it, if you were watching a show about homelessness on TV, wouldn't you be like experiencing it then? Like what? Like what? What if there was a TV network like HBO or Homeless Box Office? The shows like Game of No Homes or Sex in the Tent City. It'd be great. I, I, you know, you could experience homelessness from the comfort of your own home. I think that would be the best way to experience it. And sorry, yeah, I know these jokes are tasteless. Um, but you know, if, th if that happened, if there was an HBO Homeless Box Office, they would. They would have to come in and, and you know hire up uh, hire up the the people out of the out of you know off the streets you know because they need people on TV uh, and the tent cities you know they'd become abandoned you know the tents would get boarded up they'd be so boarded up they'd practically be houses <laughs> or you know maybe they'd decide to you know to stay true to their roots and they'd stay in in their tents and the, you know the tent cities would gentrify um, and you start to see things like luxury spa tents with uh, evening turndown services, you know, where you ask people for money and then you get turned down. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll be the day. Uh, all right, so um, I uh, was driving um, 
in the mission recently, uh, and I got pulled over by a cop. Um, he said, I pulled you over because you were driving in a muni-only lane. And I was like, yeah, so what? I find that offensive. I identify as muni. I've been peed on by a drunk guy. <laughs> That's right, I'm muni. I've hit a guy on a bike. <laughs> and just to be clear, I, d I don't mean to be offensive with you know the I identify jokes. Uh, I am not transit phobic. <laughs> and I even have a friend who's metro. So <laughs> it's all it's all cool, man. <laughs> so many puns. All right, so um, an organization in San Francisco uh, recently um, launched the world's first bad trip support hotline. So this is like a phone number people who are having a bad time on drugs can call and get help. I imagine it, it goes something like this. Thank you for calling the bad trip support line. If you are witnessing the death of the universe, press 1. If you think blood is coming out of your ears, press 2. If blood is actually coming out of your ears, please hang up and dial 911. <laughs> if you're calling to contact space elves and you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. If you have another issue or if numbers have lost all meaning, please stay on the line. I can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, San Francisco, I love San Francisco. You know, where else can you buy, uh, you know, what other city can you get a t-shirt that says, I love my pussy in size men's medium? I can't think of any. Uh, a lot of great t-shirts in the city. I, I saw a guy walking recently with a t-shirt that says, uh, I turn coffee into code. Uh, I thought, that's cool. My uncle could use a shirt like that that says, I turn Jack Daniels into domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he does so at a remarkable rate. Um, <laughs> or yeah, maybe Roseanne Arnold could use a shirt like that that says, I turn Ambien into racist tweets. She's she's a machine with with that that ambient and that Twitter. Uh, uh, my my burnout cousin could use a shirt like that that says I turn LSD into handmade juggling sticks. <laughs> 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 yeah. So uh, I, you know, too much tech shit I've been doing recently. I decided to do a digital detox and I got rid of all all my smart shit. Um, in some people's email signature, it says, sent from my iPhone. In my email signature, it says, sent from a computer at the SF Public Library, next to a guy jerking off to internet porn. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I do, I, I like a lot of technology, but some of it's, you know, pretty scary. You know, there are these remote-controlled drones flying around shooting precision-guided missiles, but personally, I'm an old-school guy. I still prefer just mailing pipe bombs. Like to include a nice handwritten note. Like, Dear sir, please find a pipe bomb enclosed. Uh, <laughs> now prepare to die. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, a lot of crazy, crazy tech shit. Have you guys tried the new Citizen app? Um, I guess it's not that new anymore, but it's an app that tells you all the crime that's going. Yeah, that's going around, going on in the city around you. I don't recommend it, like especially in San Francisco, it'll it'll fucking stress you out. Like you'll be outside having fun, and your phone will ding, and it'll say like a thousand feet away, man holding baseball bat yelling at cars. Oh my god, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> you keep walking, and then your phone will ding again, like five hundred feet away, woman on fentanyl reenacting Macbeth with actual human skull. 
the city's going south. And then, you know, you keep walking. <laughs> Ding. Zero feet away. Man staring at Citizen App while exposing himself. <laughs> this app is good. It's, it's, it's too good. Yeah, I, I had to quit. It's just too good. Uh, but as part of my digital detox, I gave, um, I gave up all social media. Uh, so I'm only, I've only been doing Craigslist. So um, <laughs> just Craigslist, digital detox, 2021, new me. Yeah, um, but so if you like this, you could, I guess you could follow me on Craigslist at my handle at Craigslist Mail Relay 12087 5UET 00111141111130D80G36854123. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I'll get that in my email if you, if you send it. So uh, it's all lowercase, no spaces. And <laughs> follow me on Craigslist and then I'll follow you home from the Safeway parking lot, or as the case may be, unsafeway. Way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what, let's see, what else do I got? Um, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll call that, cool, thanks. That was great, you did 10 and a half minutes. Yay! And all your weird technology stuff, that's fun. Those are funny jokes, that was good. I have, I have, no, I have no clever, witty response to anything about tech. I'm like, oh, smartphones. No, the only, I guess the only thing I can respond to that is that um, never had an internet. We already discussed this, you've never internet dated either. You already know this joke, fuck my, fuck my face. Um, your next comedian runs a great open mic every second and fourth Mondays at Molloy's in South San Francisco, and it's super, super fun. And will people please eat tacos and ribs? Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Sergio Gonzalez, yay! <laughs> Sorry, I feel guilty because yesterday I posted that I was sick. And now I'm here, and people are like, why the fuck are you here? Didn't you just say we were sick? I feel better today, and I tested negative for COVID, all right? Don't freak out. Even though those tests aren't 100% accurate, we'll just trust that the Filipino lady did what she was supposed to do. I don't know what it is about your Tuesday pop-offs, Pam, but like the lighting or something, but it feels like an NA meeting having like a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, if you guys notice people who walk by, they're always looking inside. They're like, wow, those druggies are having a good time today. <laughs> Glad to see it's not all serious. Uh, speaking of Narcotics Anonymous, I saw a sign at BART the other day talking about Overeaters Anonymous. And I was like, that doesn't make Overeaters Anonymous. There's nothing anonymous about it. We know you overeat. <laughs> Un stupid fat joke. I need to cut him out. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Pulled out your VR helmet. My buddy, he has a VR helmet and like he uses it strictly for porn. And he like, I didn't want to watch it because I was like, dude, I'm already like addicted to the porn on my phone. Don't introduce me to something else. And he like jammed it on my head. He's like, watch it. And I fucking watched and it was like amazing. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is crazy. 
But it was weird because like I was like looking around the room and this chick was like fucking my virtual dick and I got to look to the right and it's like a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> it was a big ass bowl of spaghetti and some of it was thrown on the table and then there was a spoon and I was like, who the fuck eats spaghetti with a spoon? <laughs> I was like, dude, we are not ready for this. Society is not ready for virtual bowls of spaghetti with spoons. They got to figure that shit out. Um, but that shit blows my mind. Cause like, remember when you were young, you had to like sneak porn. Like you had to like watch it like the family computer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your mom did taxes it on it earlier, and now you're over here fucking jerking off on the keyboard. Like, but now kids like have the fucking helmets and shit. That's fucking wild. I come fast because of porn, not because of like you know all the sex, but like back in the day. I had to train myself to come within 30 seconds because I couldn't afford. Like, you know, we only had to, we only had to jack off the trailers and shit. So you're like, I got to do this really quick. And then you fucking. So I don't know. We got 10 minutes. So I'm just giving you guys everything. <laughs> Man, I remember my mom. She used to almost catch me sometimes. And I would just blow a full load into my pants. Because, <laughs> like, she would be, like, walking into the living room. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then. And then I'm like, hey, mom, just like having like a full conversation with a full load in my pants, sweating. (laughs) (laughs) This is stupid. Uh, What else? I feel like I'm becoming a Republican, but like at a micro level, like it's like it's coming. Like the other day I went to this mall, ceremony mall, and I went to the food court. And I was looking for my favorite food court restaurant, the Great Steak. And I was like, where the fuck's the Great Steak? And I was like, there's a lot of Asian restaurants. Where is the Great Steak? I want my Great Steak. What's up with all these Asian restaurants? And I was like, damn, that was the most Republican shit I've ever said. Because if I say that in, a, <laughs> in an accent, like, where's my Great Steak? All these Asian restaurants, I can't find my Great Steak. Is that stupid? Yeah, I just wrote that today. <laughs> um, thanks. I, you know, like I'm kind of in the, like I hate extreme rightists and I hate extreme leftists. Like it's too much for me sometimes. I don't know if any, if Matthew Quirk was here, he'd agree with me. He'd be like, yeah, fuck the snowflakes. And I'm like, yeah, Matthew Quirk. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh, I was watching the news and they found like this homeless encampment and they had like hundreds of stolen bikes and bike parts. Hundreds. And the lady on the news was defending them. She was like, it's their hobby and we can't take away their hobby from them. And I was like, all right, now like serial killers, their hobby is killing people. We can't be like, it's their hobby. We got to let it go. Like, that's that same kind of logic. <sighs> Sorry this turned into a TED Talk. God. <laughs> like, abol- I'm all about defunding the police, but abolishing the police? That's fucked. Obviously, you don't have criminal friends. The first thing they always say is, yo, look out for the police. If we get rid of, I don't know, Pam, this is hard. I'm getting really Republican. The dude in the back wants to kill me. He's like, fuck this guy. 
Um, what else do I got? Sorry, guys. The key. No, don't. Don't clap, dude. Uh, I feel like people my age, like we're all alcoholics, but like we're in, like we try to, we're in denial about it. Like we find, like I try to, like you know, give myself reasoning for all this drinking. I'm like, as long as I'm not drinking out of a plastic bottle of vodka, I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> like once I do that, then I'm like, okay, if I'm not drink, I gotta drink the good stuff, and I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, like the, I know I'm an alcoholic because the other day I chased my alcohol with alcohol. <laughs> you guys ever done that? Like, let me take a shot of vodka and chase it with this truly, and it's fine. But God damn, that's some hardcore shit. Um, how much time is this? Please. Oh, fuck. I did not know we were doing 10 today. Okay, I'm going to do another fat joke. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've been going to the I've been going to the gym for 10 years and no one's ever told me you look like you go to the gym. <laughs> so no but I, I finally figured it out like I finally got a good routine where now I just tell people that I used to be 300 pounds <laughs> cuz I look good for someone who used to look 300 pounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's so much easier. I just buy big jeans and I just take pictures with big old jeans and I'm like that I used to do that. All right guys, that's my set. I'm a I'm a sanitize this whole thing. This is very depressing. Uh The props is funny, man. whole thing. Oh yeah, you like that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Sergio Gonzalez. Sergio Gonzalez. Sergio Gonzalez. This is not easy to do, you guys. No, it's fun. That was great. We're all just working out. We're all just practicing. We got Claudia and the Loaf in the back running the ones and twos. Next week, it's going to be their show. And they're going to be playing vinyl and having fun and talking about things and doing what they do. And uh, your, your next comedian, he always does what he do. Dooby dooby doo. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer. Yay! <laughs> I'd tell you to try these ribs out, but I've already inhaled them all. And I realized recently we don't ever have, uh, no one ever, you know, they have a bar yeah, people have barbecues. No one ever has any chicken ribs. No chicken ribs, huh? Not a single, I've never heard of them. How many carcasses? How many chickens? up to now, have had to die, and we've just thrown the ribs away. And we all know that's not true, because they just put the ribs in the hot dog. 
A lot of people dressed up for comedy. I dressed up for a barbecue. I know. I just had to let the toes be exposed today just a little bit. I don't know. Air them out. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers get real <laughs> toe-like. They haven't seen the sun in I'm twenty, almost 26, so I haven't seen the sun in 30 years. Let me tell you a story. I am a strip club manager uh, in downtown San Francisco. When I first got the job, the world was still open. And it was 2019, and a porn star by the name of Maddie O'Reilly came to the Crazy Horse. And before this, but she came about a week early to, to party with friends out here, and I was with the friends. They did a lot of cocaine at the time, and I had never done cocaine, ever. Not like I was at, like picketing outside of the fucking doctor's office or anything, but I wasn't doing cocaine at the time, ever. Hadn't done it. I was really into methamphetamine. A lot. Specifically the tablets that are orange and they're 30 milligrams, they call it Adderall. It's okay. We'll be fine. I know, I know, I could tell. Look at you with the socks. You guys have socks? Oh my god. That's a telltale sign of someone who's on Adderall if they have anyways. He doesn't I don't know what you are, you're not white, and that's why you don't understand. If you're white with socks on, you're on Adderall. Okay. Okay. So I was on Adderall. Had socks on. I had the socks on, and I was on Adderall, and I was at a bar in the in the in the in the TL. That's the Tenderloin. I was out there, and I was out. Hold <laughs> Shut up. Well, I don't know what you said. I don't want to hear it again. It's enough. I'll close those windows so fast. All right. You guys have some Adderall. I think it would help me. So I'm in the Tenderloin, I'm on the Adderall, my friends, they're hitting the powder, and we go into this bar, and they're like, Mark, you got to come to the bathroom with us. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to go to the bathroom with you. I don't know what you're going to do. I knew what they're going to do in the bathroom. I know. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm white. I'm from Sister Valley, California. I'm not from Stockton for nothing. You know what I mean? You, you got me fucked up about the flip-flops. You think that I just have, I, I just, shut up. Shut up. I'm trying to tell some funnies in here. So anyways, I had my socks on. So anyway, so they tell you, say, Mark, come to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, come to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, fuck, I'll come to the bathroom. So I get in the bathroom. Maddie already has her tits out with the Coke on uh, line here and line here. And my homie, he fucking does the whole, he's older. He's like 40. I'm like 25. He's like 40. So he grabs the tit and <coughs> starts fucking doing the whole thing. I'd never seen this done before in my life. Like ever. I know about cocaine. I've seen movies. I've never... Like, actually seen, like, a grown man just grab a tit and just fucking manhandle it right there with blow and the whole thing. And she's like, all right, do the blow. And I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do the blow. And she's like, do the blow. And I was like, I'm not going to do the cocaine. And she was like, if you do the cocaine, I'll suck your dick. And I still didn't do the cocaine. And now I do cocaine alone in my bathroom. In flip-flops. At Mutiny Radio. Alone. So I had to tell you that story because I just came up with the punchline. <sighs> Those ribs, man. 
And really, you're welcome. What did I tell you? It's only because I like it. I have 15 minutes up here. And I'm all out of cocaine stories. No, I'm just kidding. I like doing cocaine in freshly shit in bathrooms. No, there's a reason, because that's how single I am. I need to smell some ass, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. I live inside of a strip club so that you don't have to. You're welcome. Eat something, please. (laughs) You have problems. I wish that I was in virtual reality right now, because if I was in virtual reality... I wouldn't have on flip-flops. I wouldn't. What kind of shoe would I have on, you may ask? A Stacy Adam loafer. I would, and they wouldn't smell like mine currently do. Do I have to let the toes be exposed because you got to air them out every now and then? Have the shoes strapped on all day long. No one has cell phones anymore. No, you don't have a cell phone. You don't. You have a work phone with unproductive apps on it, and you and I both know it. You know you do. You have a, f- a f- no one calls you. Not even your mother. Not even your mother. You wonder why? Because she is on Facebook, just like you. Just like you. No one wants to know your phone number. They want to have access to your Facebook. Why? Why do you have that much time in your life to want to be on my, anyone's, my Facebook? Bananas. It's bananas. I have a cell phone. I'm not 15. I'm 20, almost 26 years old. I have a cell phone. You have a cell phone. We need to grow up. You want to be on my Facebook. Just Why? Because they're nosy. I'll tell you why. They want to know what your, what your uncle thinks about it, Trump. They want to know. They want to know what your mom's name is. They want to know all these things, her maiden name. They want to know your social security number. I don't understand. It's great. I wish you came five hours earlier. The ribs. I just gave him. You want this one? I'm just kidding. I already ate that one. I already sucked on it. And Made love to it proper. So that joke doesn't work. We'll move on. The punchline of that joke is if you have that much time, you should probably do the dirty laundry that's in the corner of your room for months. See, the punchline doesn't work either. That's why I didn't try it. What do you want to know? You want to know why I live inside of a strip club? I'll tell you why I live inside of a strip club because I sling dick. And I'm out of dick pills. I am. I have no time to lie to you. The subscription, it's up. You get that first three, the first three months for free on the Blue Chew, and they cut you off. Man, I was power fucking. And when I say power fucking, I mean with the loafers on. <laughs> when I tell people that I'm a strip club manager, that nine times out of ten, they're like, wow, that's a dream job. I wish I had your job. And they would fuck it up. They would. They would fuck it up, because... The first thing on anyone's mind when they hear about a strip club manager, like, wow, I would, f- I would just fuck the strippers every day, and then you would lose your job, right? That's the first rule. You can't fuck the strippers. And for me, that's not a problem because I like to tie my balls off with rubber bands and beat them with a ping pong paddle, and no one's into that. <laughs> so I don't There's no why I even waste my time shooting my shot. They're just going to tell me, please get help, and please get away from me. Oh, they're going to say to me. 
That's why I'm perfect for my job. Good. Have you heard this? White people, they have pink dicks. You've heard this? Pink dicks? You've heard this. I know you've heard this. White people, they have pink dicks. I don't have a pink dick. It's black, and it's blue, and it's in pain. <laughs> you get it? Because I beat it to death to mush with a ping pong paddle. Um, I think we all wish that I was joking. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I can't wait to send this clip to my mother. It's going to be so good. Speaking of my mom, did you know she had a stroke last week? She had <laughs> no, she actually had two. They were minor. They were minor. At least the stroke face will cover the resting bitch face. You know what I mean? I'm glad you can smile about it because she can't anymore. It's all fucked up. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. It's my mom. If I can smile about it, you can smile about it. She can't. It works out perfect. I'm a terrible employee. My work pulling all the way back from the first day I started comedy. I'm a terrible employee. My manager at work, before I was a strip club manager, I would have worked in the kitchen. My manager at work would tell me, Mark, I want you to clean this table until you can eat off of it. I eat ass. I don't, I really don't know how clean you want the table. Oh, God bless. <laughs> you someone have the loaded gun, I'm ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hickory dickory. We sat next to her and said, it's in the bowl, bitch. <laughs> My name is Mark Neuer. I uh, hope you all drink and drive. Mark Neuer. I wiped the, the microphone off because it got a little greasy because he was eating ribs and then, you know, touching everything. No, it's fine. I'm joking, too. I'm joking. You're fine. She's, I'm fine, it's great. Everything is fantastic. I'm super excited because your next comedian has been trying so hard to make it here and they finally did and so I'm super excited. Are you leaving too, Brian? Bye, Brian. You should wait for your next comedians because they're here. Um, anyways, he's, he was really funny the other night and he's the guy who keeps bringing all the audience so you should hang out. Put your hands together, everybody, for Stuart Lee! <laughs> It's the opposite way. That's all my teachers did it the same way. But anyway, first, I'd like to start off by saying, like, hi, like, post-pandemic, here we are. <laughs> Is it round of applause for yourselves? <laughs> I mean, here we are telling jokes, mass-free, except for some diseased people. <laughs> Thank God. Like, take a hint from your Asian friends and wear a mask everywhere, please. Uh, but anyway, let me pull out the old joke book. I brought it last time, and it will make its return. Because I wrote more things, believe it or not. <laughs> I do own a fucking pen. It's not that hard. <laughs> you could do it, too. <laughs> you could do it, too. But, uh, you know, I feel like <laughs> during the pandemic, it was very easy to pay attention to the news. And, <laughs> you know, like, everyone felt like they were very political. Like, I am a political science major at this point <laughs> after the pandemic. I've watched CNN, NBC, Fox, all that shit. I know everything. <laughs> I know how it all goes down, how it works. <laughs> I could explain it to you. 
Ask me questions. I know the truth. I don't, but... <laughs> Fuck, I lost my page. That's so stupid. But, you know, well, what I, what I hate the most about when things opened it up, and you go to a party, and, like, that dude's there, and he's like, hey, guys, <laughs> not to get political. <laughs> and I'm like, that's exactly what you fucking mean to do. You're about to get political right now. <laughs> like... Your statement by saying you're not meaning to get political is going to ruin my night. <laughs> that is exactly what's about to happen. So thank you, Frank. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. See, I couldn't read. That's why I lost my page. I put glasses on just so everyone knows out there in cyberspace. Also, um, oh, I figured out the solution to racism. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> as a white man, I will tell everyone <laughs> the solution. My girlfriend actually figured out a white female. <laughs> Clap for her. <laughs> Fantastic. Way to go. Way to go, white woman. <laughs> you know? But uh, she had this idea, and I really think we could get it to catch on. Like, So we take all these racist statues, yes, <laughs> and we put them all in a singular park. <laughs> But like us white people do, we get to change the history on them. So, <laughs> so here is the statue of Stonewall Jackson, and you know the scribe will say, <laughs> "This man sucked a hundred fucking Union dicks to <laughs> save his cavalry." <laughs> you know, like let, why not? Let's just fuck around with history a little bit. We've already done it. That we stuck our white dicks in everything, didn't we? Shit, it's a tiny dick, but it's stuck in everything, isn't it? Jesus. Anyway. What else? What else? In the joke book. Well, oh, <laughs> pandemic as well. Yeah, news. We watch television. I love television. I don't watch enough, though. Like, I'm not enough. I'm not well kept. You know, there's a lot of ads. There's things like, <laughs> there's a show. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called The Good Doctor. <laughs> Has anyone <laughs> seen ads for this shit? <laughs> it's about an autistic doctor <laughs> who treats patients. <laughs> I wish this motherfucker could treat himself. He's still autistic. <laughs> it's not even over yet. There's like six more seasons that haven't been released, and he hasn't cured autism yet. <laughs> and I want to try this. This is a callback joke. And it's like, he's called the good doctor, and you're supposed to say, how good is he? So let's try that. <laughs> it's the good doctor, but not that good. He can't fucking cure autism. <laughs> Pretty cool? Ah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Callback jokes are fun. <laughs> Get the audience involved, you know, make a pizza. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and I like, <laughs> you know, the pandemic. There was all these movements. Talk about movements. I like how we just, like, we're like, oh, you guys remember the hashtag MeToo movement? <laughs> you know, like, are, are we done talking about it? Did it stop fucking moving? <laughs> you know, <laughs> not to get political. <laughs> Fuck you, Frank, shut up. <laughs> you know, you know, don't get political. But. It got me into trouble, man, because the term me too is just too easily spoken. You know, like someone's like, do you want olives on your pizza? I'm like, but I can't help but throw the hashtag in front. I'm like, hashtag me too, olives. Like that is a terrible fucking thing to say. And I'm like, so, you know, T-O-O, the term too, it also, uh, a good substitute is as well. So I'm changing it to hashtag me as well. <laughs> I would also like olives. <laughs> But I fucking hate olives. They're dirty little buttholes of vegetables, just being honest. The joke, you know, it required me to like olives, but I don't really. I just don't want to <laughs> be an olive advocate <laughs> up here just speaking like olives or something good to throw on pizza. Because it's not. Shut up, Frank. Don't get political. 
But you know, like these things happen, you know, these terrible jokes happen and we talk about it, but you know, America, we're just like a little we're like the middle child, you know, who's <laughs> of divorced parents, you know, figured out later in life we were adopted and all of a sudden <laughs> we got a heroin problem. <laughs> Because we don't know how to express our feelings. <laughs> That's America in a nutshell. We just don't know how to talk about anything, really. Communication has never been a thing we've been good at. Like, what? Like, this whole critical race theory thing. Like, <laughs> hey, man, I don't want you to teach actual history. Let the statues do it. <laughs> like, sorry. It's a deep thinker if you're involved in watching the news during the pandemic. Anyway, I don't know how long I've gone. Probably not long enough. That's what my that's what my girlfriend always <laughs> says. It's not long enough, Daddy, because I told her to call me Daddy, because I'm a dominant top. <laughs> don't let anyone tell you different. <laughs> Ask anyone on the street; they'll tell you. <laughs> I'll prove it right now. <laughs> anyone, come up here. I'll prove it. Just kidding. I won't. I'll submit. <laughs> I will submit easily. <laughs> Ball gag in mouth. Call me Gimp. <laughs> ah, it's getting rough. It's getting hard. But, oh, here's a fun fact that I wrote down in my joke book that's not even a joke, but it's a something to think about. Are you aware that there were more people of color in the government in 1870 than in the year 1920. Yeah, and that's when all those statues went up. That's the park I want to build where we write fall history about fucking <laughs> racist asshole sucking dick. Because <laughs> I'm a white person trying to solve black problems. <laughs> Sorry, I just wrote that. <laughs> Didn't hit well. Anyway, I'm just going to give up and call it a day because it's been a good time and I got a little too drunk. You know, and I don't want to sit down or eat ribs, so I'll just let it go. And we'll just say, have a good evening. Keep it going! Keep it going for Lee Stewart. Yay! Seven and a half minutes. Just You just have to keep going up and up and up all the time and just practice and practice and keep saying words. Keep saying words. That's that's like all you can do. Aww, it's very. <laughs> that was that was really funny. That was great. Heckle, of a heckle from the. That was awesome. Uh, all right, we have uh, another comedian, and then I might tell a couple jokes at the end, and then we'll spin music with you guys and stuff. Um, put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Bonds. Yay! Shit, man. First off, I'd like to say, Pam, you know your way around a pig. I'm just saying, you know your way around a pig. God damn. Was you was you black in the past life? Have you checked that shit out, Pam? Cause you season food like you know like you've been around some black people. You know what I'm saying? Don't she though? God damn, Pam. Pam told me to pass the season of salt the other day. A little tear came down my eye. I was like, God damn. Season of salt, white lady, you get the shit. All right, cool. <laughs> Hey, you get, you're doing well though, man. Keep keep going up, man. Keep keep trying to keep trying to solve black people problems, you know. You know? 
Yeah, you know, you know how you can really solve black people problems? Venmo me, man. That's how you can, that's how you can Venmo, you know what I mean? You know, you really want to try to solve my problems, PayPal, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know? It's all kind of ways you can solve my problems, and it starts with an app. <laughs> Shit. You know, I'm out here, I'm out here, man. Oh, man, you guys like the police? Are you guys cool with, no, you white people, are you cool with the police? No? Okay, I don't, I don't know, I'm just asking, you know. I'm just asking, you know, because uh, the police know how to find shit, don't they? Don't they know how to? I got stopped by the police not too long ago, man, and the police found a whole ass blunt in my car. I was like, where the fuck you find that at? I've been looking for that shit for months. You know, next time I think I'm going to call 911 to ask them to come over and help me find my lost bag of weed. Like, yo, it's in here somewhere. Help me find that shit. For real. Look, he's laughing, but I'm t- I'm serious though. <laughs> I still can't find that shit to this day. You ever lost some weed? Yeah, you know. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I have. You ever lost some weed and then your kid find this shit? Like, dad, what's this shit? You know what, son? That goes on the turkey, so leave that alone. That's called herbs. You know. I had to explain to my son what why my eyes was tight. I was like, cause it's legal. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, what's wrong with your eyes, Dad? Cause I'm legal. Shut the fuck up. Cause mind your own goddamn business. You know? <laughs> Kids always want to know what the fuck wrong with you. You know? I don't drink around my son. You know, I may go hit a, you know, hit a vape or something in the background or something like that. But he always want to know what the fuck wrong with my eyes. Daddy, why you still hungry? Shut the fuck up and sit down and eat your pudding. Matter of fact, give me that shit. <laughs> I'ma eat it. <laughs> Damn, man. Oh shit. 2021, man. It's it's we still in this year. We still we halfway through. Though actually my birthday on Friday, guys. Yeah, really though. Fuck yeah, man. I'll be 74. You know what I'm saying? Black don't crack, you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> when people when people say black don't crack, I'll be like, have you been to the tenderloin yet? Have you been to the tenderloin? Cause I know a few niggas out there that smoke crack. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about with that one. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, man. Now I'm going to visit my family in a couple weeks and shit, man. I got a, I got a cousin. I'm going to Memphis, Tennessee. You guys ever been to Memphis? Y'all from Memphis? Yeah, you okay? She's like, I passed through there. You been to Memphis? All right, good. That's a fun place, man. Just don't be black, then I'm just playing. <laughs> Look, everybody's like, everybody's like, you're going to Memphis? You're going to see Elvis? I'm like, you do know he's dead, right? You can see that motherfucker anywhere, Vegas, every, anywhere. Fun fact, though, Elvis was actually one of my most famous artists, you know, before I found out all the bullshit, you know. But anyway, I'm going to Memphis in a couple of weeks, man, and um, I'm going to go hang out with one of my cousins, man. One of my cousins in Memphis, he's an ex-gangbanger and shit, you know what I mean? Always talk about his old life gangbanging and shit. Be like, yo, man, remember me? I remember when uh, me and Lil Nook Nook back in the day, we used to kick it with Pistol Starter. Both Nook Nook and Pistol Starter dead. Follow me now. Okay, okay. And then we used to go get Big Man. Big Man dead, too. Big Man dead, too. Okay, cool, cool. Then we went and got Lil Man to kick it with us. Lil Man dead, too. I'm like, God damn, man. Shit, all your friends is dead like a motherfucker, huh? How does this story end? Does it end well? Does it end with cherry pie or some shit? God damn. I don't want to hear every every a story with everybody dead except you. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, guys, uh, I just introduced my grandmother of uh, 96 years to marijuana. You guys smoke? Yeah, exactly. You guys ever gave old people weed before? It's amazing, isn't it? They get slower than they already are, right? I, li- I just like to get high and watch old people be high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a fun fact. You know what I'm saying? 
That's a fun fact, man. I just, I, I got high with my grandmother. You know what I mean? I gave her, obviously, I can't give her no weed because she can't smoke, but I gave her two of the sweet potato pies, some edibles. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, me and grandma started eating them edibles and shit. And halfway through, she started talking about how she used to suck my granddaddy's dick. I was like, whoa, grandma, those edibles are hitting you a little bit too hard. Calm the fuck down. She was like, no, nah, baby, I used to have to cuff his balls and everything. It was great. Ooh, these edibles. Oh, grandma, calm the fuck down. Calm down. You guys laughing, but that's a true story, man. You know? Shit. I can't. I, I've never seen my granddaddy's dick, but I can't unsee that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's certain shit you ain't never seen, but you can't unsee. You know? You're like, oh, shit, grandma, really? You know? Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, guys. Oh shit, man. Um, I got. I, I you know I got. I, you guys seen a therapist? We got any therapists in the house? You guys therapists over here? Just wanted to ask. No. Okay. You guys seeing a therapist? Anybody go? You see a therapist? Okay. You crazy as a motherfucker. I can. I, I can tell. You got that therapist vibe. You guys should go see a therapist, man. Really though, man. Cause you know not all crazy people go see therapists. You know what I'm saying? I'm crazy as a motherfucker, so don't judge me anyway. But I went to go see my therapist the other day, and I was in the office, and my therapist was like, Mike, I need you to tell me exactly what's on your mind today. I was like, you don't need to know this today. She was like, no, I'm your therapist, Mike. I need to know this. What's going on? So I look at her dead in the eye, and I said, do you think it's okay if I jack off to my therapist? She really didn't want to know. She really wasn't ready for that one, guys. She really wasn't ready. So I got a new therapist now. He's amazing. He's fucking amazing, you know. He's trying to get me. My new, my new therapist is trying to get me to take all different kind of drugs and shit like that. He's like, yo, you, you need to take these drugs. I'm like, I don't take pills, man. I don't fuck with that shit. I don't want my head all fucked up and spinning and shit. He's like, well, what do you take? I was like, I take weed. He was like, weed? You take weed to deal with your mental health issues? I said, yeah. He goes, Mike, I don't recommend you to do it, but check it out. In the daytime, you need to start smoking a little bit of uh, sativa. At night, smoke indica. And then there's this little thing that we like to call a hybrid. I'm like, whoa, you know too much about weed. He's like, I don't recommend it, though. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I was like, damn. My therapist is from Jamaica, so obviously I was I was opposed to that. Seriously, guys. Oh, I'm having fun. You guys having fun, white people? Yeah, I know, right? I know. Yeah, we're having fun at Mutiny Radio, or as I like to call it, Tiny Radio when I'm high as fuck. It's a, it's a tiny radio, goddammit. <laughs> really, I'm having fun up here, guys. Oh, shit, man. Um, Got any tattoos in the house? Anybody in the, any tattoos? You got tattoos? Yeah. What do you guys tattoos of? Tattoos of. All kinds of shit. Okay, good. He's like, I got a barcode. I got this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Look, he got the, oh, shit, he got thug life on his stomach? Oh, don't hurt him, Tupac. Don't hurt him in there. He got a whole thing on his stomach. Was you full when you got that tattoo? Was you like, <laughs> did you need to eat afterwards? <laughs> I don't know if you get that tattoo on an empty stomach or not, man, because that's, nice, that's a nice tattoo. But, you know, my buddy, he, he got some, uh, you know, people like to get different type of, you know, tattoos. My buddy got some. Asian writing tattooed on him. He's, I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, it means sun, moon, light, fate, stars. I'm like, okay, that's cool, because you sure that's what that means? He's like, yes, dude, I'm sure. I said, okay, cool. I want to get some Asian writing tattooed on my arm. Mine's is going to say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken and fried rice right there on my arm. So when I go to an Asian spot, I'll be like, hey, man, don't fuck my order up. It's right here. Don't fuck it up. It's right here. All right, that's a joke I've been doing for a while, guys. I'm just getting warmed up in this motherfucker. You know? Shit, guys. Um, you guys, uh, you guys enjoying this pandemic already? We're enjoying this shit, right? 
Yeah, we. I know. She's like, hell. Are you vaccinated? Are we? Everybody's vaccinated in here. Clap your hands if you're not vaccinated. All right. See, you see, you see, vaccinated people. What's with y'all, man? Every time you find out somebody's not vaccinated, you need to go get vaccinated. Go get it right now, goddammit. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, they asked me if I was vaccinated. I was like, no. They was like, here, I got some extra shit for you right now. Take this shit. Take this shit right now. No, guys, I finally got vaccinated, though. I finally did it. Yes. Yes, don't clap to that shit. Don't don't start clap. She's look. She's she's one of the people that helped them with vaccine, right? She said, "Go get vaccine." No, nah, don't clap. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Cause they told me my dick was gonna get bigger. That's why I got vaccinated. Now clap to that shit. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> no, but I actually um, I actually was waiting on Magic Johnson to endorse the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. You know what I'm saying? I really was. You know. Because I'm sure that motherfucker knows some shit about diseases. You know what I'm saying? I would believe it if Magic Johnson was like, I'm endorsing this shit. I want y'all to go take it right now. I'd be like, okay, Magic, you got it. How long you had AIDS for? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Excuse me, HIV for? Cool. Okay, cool. I got you, Magic. I'm I'm with that shit. I'm with that shit. You know? I believe my phone is watching me and shit. You know what I'm saying? I know my phone is watching. Don't you know your phone is watching you, you know? For real, man, I was using the Waves app the other day, and Waves like, hey, Mike, it's a Popeye's about a half a block away. Would you like to get your big ass on over there? It's like, damn it, phone, you know too much about me. I got a few minutes to kill. Get me on over there. We're going to have to talk about this shit later on. You can't be recommending shit. Do you hate when your phone recommends shit? Like you need some shit, you know? Oh, here we go, smoking weed again, guys. See, this is what we've reduced ourselves to, you know? Just smoking weed in the radio station on a Tuesday night. You know, you know, straight up, guys. I think that's been my time. I'm going to give Pam back the mic. I just want to say I got a big-ass head, and a few of you do, too. So don't hide it, divide it. All right, guys, I'm going to give Pam back the mic. Yay, Mike Bonds. Okay, I'm going to tell one more joke, and you just have, well, I'll tell it for you then. Do you want to hear the gang bang? Or the gang tattoo joke. Gang bang. Okay. Okay. So um, I like to I like to foster creative play with children. I used to be a nanny. That's something I used to do for money. I used to take care of children. I used to touch baby dicks for money. And I like to foster creative play. I don't like any screen time. I figure they're paying me twenty five dollars an hour. I'm not gonna have them watch Dora the Explorer. We read books, right? So I got out Gulliver's Travels really classic literature. And I'm reading to the kids, and I get to the part where Gulliver is being tied up on the beach by hundreds of tiny little men. And it's first-person narrative, you know, so got a little into it, and I thought, you know, what if I was Gulliver? What if I was being tied up on the beach by hundreds of tiny little men? And what if a couple of them had like a wheelbarrow and a strawberry and they came like rolling up my thigh and they like fed me a little strawberry, you know? Or like if 10 to 12 of them could like Cirque du Soleil together, you know, and become like a, a dildo. You know. It's a Lilliputian gangbang. It's like the cutest gangbang I can think of. There's like 10 or 12 of them in there. And that's the, that's the gangbang joke. It's a Lilliputian gangbang. It's the cutest. <laughs> is, that, is that too weird and gross? Is that, because it starts out with kids and that's the part where it like freaks people out. Is that the problem with the joke? Is it just a bad joke? 
Um, so I'll say one more thing. I have accidental gang tattoos. I have two of them. Um, when I was 19 years old. Well, they're di- well, yeah, I know, and it's funny because they're completely different situations. So when I when I was 19, I graduated from my first college as a I was a theater major, and when I was 19, I wanted to get a tattoo, and I thought I'd get the ancient symbol of Greek theater, you know, the the two masks, and I thought I'd get it on the back of my neck because I could cover it with my hair, so my parents would never see. So I went down to San Diego, and I got, I said, oh, there it is, it's so great, and I got this neck tattoo. And then I was teaching a couple years later up in Oceanside, and two of the kids said, oh, Benjamin, it's about not cry later, essay. We got your back. If anybody ever, you know, keys your car, you know, Norteño for life. I was like, excuse me? I got the gang symbol of the Nortenos on my neck. I do. I thought it it was for theater. Okay, here's my second accidental gang tattoo. On my neck. Nobody told me. It's, they were down there in San Diego. No one said anything. Like, nobody. I was 19. And Okay. So the second one I got, I, I have a master's degree in fiction, and I've written a couple novels. And my, my novels are pregnant with semicolons. Like, that is my favorite punctuation. So I got a semicolon tattooed on my wrist because I thought that was a cool place. But years after, I learned that it's the symbol for suicide awareness. And I got it on my wrist. Both of these things accidental, both very funny. Because it's real, right? (laughs) Now the other comic stood up. This has been a lot of fun. You know, and the best part of the night now, does your little brother want to do comedy? He doesn't. He's shaking his head in a wild fashion like a squirrel it's your last night no one is it's totally anonymous no one has to know who you are he's so he doesn't want to do it okay it's fine so claudia and the loafer just gonna spin music and have fun and talk or do whatever for the rest of the time and chill thank you so much everyone for being here clap it up for yourselves clap it up for claudia and the loaf for being awesome and training and running the boards well it makes it so much more fun to be able to host from here and uh, yeah, are, you're not going back to Pennsylvania too. You live here with him and then the other. Okay, good. Oh, oh yeah. When are you coming up here? All right. Uh, hey, we have a show at Asiento tomorrow at 7.30. It's always a lot of fun. There's also a show this Thursday at the bar on Dolores, 7 o'clock. Please go to those shows. Uh, And thanks for eating food and thanks for being here. Thank you, guys. Claudia and the Loaf, take it away. Yay!
Johnny Fever!
Thanks for being with us. This is Claudia of Claudia and the Loaf. You've been listening to Pop-Up Comedy here at Mutiny Radio. Um, starting next week in this time slot from 8 to 10, it's going to be me and Pete Loaf. The Loaf. <laughs> and we'll be spinning some records and lots of weird banter and probably things that you never, ever figured to hear about. But why not? <laughs> so join us Tuesdays, 8 to 10. Careful, boy.